Welcome back to the Clemson Tiger Wire podcast. My name is John. I'm your host today. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Whether you're joining us via audio on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever that is, or if you're joining us on YouTube for the video episode, thanks so much for joining us. We're really glad, and it's awesome being able to see this Tiger Wire uh, community continue to grow. So thanks so much for giving us a listen. If you want to help us out, give us a review, uh, share it with some other Clemson Tiger fans. Uh, let's just continue to grow this community. Join us on social media or on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all those places at the Tiger Wire. So join us over there. We'd love to hear from you and your thoughts. But uh, hey, we're excited. Today's going to be a great episode. We're going to walk through tonight's game or today's game with Clemson against UNC. We're a little upset. Uh, check the tagline. Uh, but no, we'll walk through that game, talk about it a little bit. And then we're also going to go through and have a fun, we're going to kind of draft a three-on-three team, the ultimate ACC three-on-three tournament. And we'll get to that in a second. But uh, before we jump in, I want to introduce some guests for you. Uh, you already know them, but we're going to bring them back out. Welcome back. We got uh, down at the bottom, we got Anthony Morrow, uh, Corporal Anthony Morrow. Put respect on his name. What's up, sir? Thanks for having me back. I got you. Yeah, thanks for coming, man. I appreciate it. And then up here, we got uh, – no, over here. I, I messed that up. Yep. But mm-hmm. wherever it is. There it is. We got Michael over there, uh, Duke Blue Central over here having fun. Michael, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. Of course. So, Anthony, we got to talk just real quick. NC State leading the ACC. Is this is that going to continue? Yeah, Uh-oh. It's, it's exciting. Uh, first two ACC, like, full-action games. Uh, Notre Dame's been a shock. It was a good first game. And then Virginia uh, was pretty much a blowout all day today. Let, got up to, I think, 21 points. So excited to see where they're going to continue to go. Big game against North Carolina coming up. So that'll be a real test for us. Yeah, well, if you can hit threes, you'll win. But we'll get yeah. jumping ahead of the gun. Uh, yeah, you, you talked about Notre Dame. Michael, tonight with Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. That was- yep. What's your tough, thoughts? Yeah. Tough win for the Dukies today over Notre Dame, but boy, is it is it better to have a rough win than a great loss? Love it. Love having the rough wins rather than taking the L. But it no, seems to be yeah, Notre Dame's going to be a tough place to play for the ACC may, this year. Maybe yeah. I don't know, but facts being facts, Duke didn't play very well today. I mean, uh, I would say potentially our two best players, maybe to, uh, two of our top three best players had, I think, their worst games of the season, and uh, Duke's still able to pull pull it out on the road. So uh, I feel confident uh, Tyrese Proctor didn't score any points today. Uh, Flip went two for 12 and finished with seven points. I feel confident saying I don't think that'll happen again, uh, and we still won. So uh, I, as we got a lot of stuff to work on, but this felt like a game Duke was supposed to lose. Uh, but we were able to win. So you, you feel good about that, but we've still got a lot it's of just, stuff to work it, on. It's something about playing at Notre Dame. Yeah, I don't NC know. State they, shot 28% against them and still pulled they out talked about that. Yeah, talked about that a lot on the broadcast. And I was telling before the show, last year this Duke team needed like a, a game-winning three to beat Notre Dame. And even they were bad last year too. And I, So I don't know if it's – I, there's a certain level, like when you play Duke, you're going to play up, but uh, especially at home. But uh, I, I don't know if it's Notre Dame. I th- I really like their coach. I like I like what I'm seeing from him. But uh, but yeah, got the win, and that then you burn the tape and you move on from that game. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, yeah, Duke had a good win. It was good to see that. NC State's playing really well to start off the ACC. Uh, two good wins, one also against Notre Dame. So y'all teams look like they're doing well. Switching it over, Clemson is not is is not. Yeah, they're not having still doing okay. I mean, I feel like so far we played two ACC games, one against Miami, one against, or we also played earlier on in the season. We beat Pitt, Pitt, but uh, uh, yeah, we played Miami Wednesday. That was not pretty, not pretty at all. Dabo actually talked about it in the press conference tonight about how he's still upset about it. And then we played North Carolina tonight. And so let's just dive in. I was actually able to go to the game, work some media coverage live at the game. So uh, y'all were actually watching on TV. So I'm excited to hear y'all's perspective about how that went because you probably got a different viewpoint, different side, different camera angle shot. So uh, what y'all think? Let's talk about the game. I think the the first half, y'all were y'all were in it. Y'all were playing well. Uh, early threes weren't weren't going the way, but they were finding a way. Uh, Ian, my man, he was uh, he was balling out. He gave gave it his all. Um, North Carolina wasn't playing too hot, and um, it was just it seemed like a totally different team once the second half started, though. I don't know. Something was said in the locker room about about the threes, but it seemed like for the first little bit is every possession they were shooting a three, and uh, it wasn't not, not a bad idea by no means. But uh, I don't know why they were getting away from getting it inside to PJ and, and Ian. I think that was what they needed. I, I definitely think first half inside ball was killing it. I mean, you get it down low, it's working. We I think the first half we shot six three pointers. We missed all of those. Uh, and then Clemson's a team that the three is huge. I mean, we're averaging just under 10 made three-pointers a game. We're shooting like 47%. The three is a huge part of our culture. I mean, you're averaging almost 30 points just from the three-point line every single game. It's huge. That's a huge yeah. part of who we are. And so I agree. I think you go 0-6 in the first half. Then you come out in the second half and you go 1 for 12. Like, what, what are we doing? That yeah. first possession in the second half. Sometimes the three is just not there. It, it wasn't you gotta tonight. You got to find a way to score. The, it, the, that first possession in the second half, Joe Girard gets the ball. He gets a great open look at a three, clanks it off the rim. Uh, of course, P.J. Hall pulls an amazing offensive rebound, passes it back out to Joe Girard, misses another Just three. Yeah. Ian Shefflin gets an offensive board and makes a layup. That that yep. describes our game tonight. That, that, was, that was what it was. Yeah, three points, if you couldn't tell, one for 18. One for 18. We're usually – 47%, nine or 10 made threes a game, and we made one. That is I will say, ugly. listening to the broadcast, they kept talking about how North Carolina always gets to the line a lot, uh, shoots a lot of free throws, um, and Clemson did a very good job of staying out of fouls. I know uh, PJ got a foul very early on before the first, uh, first TV timeout. He got a foul. Uh, so he seemed like they took – I felt like they took him out way too early. Um and didn't give him a smudge in the first half, but ultimately he ended up with uh, I think three fouls, maybe four by the end. He had four. Um, yeah, he was he was playing rough foul trouble, sitting, come in, sit, come in, sit, come yeah. in, sit. The last four minutes. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously I can't speak for Brad, but I felt like he took him out a little a little early in the first half. I think he could have stayed in there a little bit longer. Uh, but yeah, he's got to be a little more self disciplined because it seems like these. First two ACC games going starting out is uh, the foul troubles catching up to him because he fouled out against Miami, correct? I say yeah, and yeah. Uh, actually fouled out against tonight too. He did end up fouling out with like okay. a minute. Yeah, yep, yeah, two in a row, two games in a row for him fouling out. Yeah, 
don't know if it's the nerves or what it is, or just the the playing ACC. But yeah, he's got to. They need they need PJ. So he's got to figure out a way to not foul. In the press conference, Brad actually talked about it. They asked him, they were like, what's going on with the foul trouble? Is that something? I mean, and Brad made a good point. You talked about we've played two dominant big men so far. I mean, I would say outside of Duke, outside of Clemson, you got Burns up there for NC State. But I think Miami's big man uh, was a killer. They scored like 22 points. And then you got Armando Baycott. When you're playing those big, strong, physical guys, there's going to be fouls called. There's going to be – bump in there's going to be physicality that comes a part of and that i don't know if that's something brad could look into is like maybe letting ian shepla move over a little oh, bit because yeah. i mean he was able to get 34 minutes tonight against north mm-hmm. carolina Great. so yep. um if he's able to any one foul so i mean if you can if he can somehow balance him maybe move pj to power forward for a little bit uh just to kind of balance that out a little bit it might help played great ian had a great game we'll get to him in a second michael what's your thoughts on the game yeah, I just think if I mean we talked about it in our preview of Clemson how the stars have to play well in big games and have to have the ball in big games, and they had the ball today, but uh, they just didn't show up. Uh, like if I'm looking at the box score right now, um, PJ Hall went four for thirteen and Joe Girard went one for ten. So add that up, that's that's five for twenty three between I think who you'd call Clemson's best players. That's yeah. just. Inexcusable from them against a North Carolina team who doesn't hang their hat on on defense. I do think they played pretty good defense tonight, and their past two games they've played better defense. But this is this Carolina team is not a lockup. I mean, the both guards are below six feet. Gerard should be shooting threes over them all game uh, and making them. And he just maybe just the shot didn't go tonight. Um, but you gotta you gotta have a better performance from from those guys. And like you said, the three I think Clemson right now, yeah, says they're shooting thirty nine percent on the year from three, which is still like top ten. I mean, I, that might be adjusted after today's game, but yeah. that's really high, really high three point percentage. And they again went one for eighteen. A big part of that was PJ and Joe Girard not hitting any of their shots either. Uh, but you got to have more from them. And and, and another, here's the thing about Baycott, too, is Baycott is not – he's a good player, but he is not this lockup defensive center. Like, that's not who he is. And he's really not as physical as some of the other guys in the ACC. Um, and P.J. Hall not being able to work him down in the post, I think, is something he's got to get better at. Uh, for a player of his caliber to go up against Baycott defense – I know Baycott does a lot on the offensive side of the ball – but defensively has never been his strong suit. PJ should have been able to score on him more than he did today, and he couldn't at all. So uh, that, that uh, your two stars just had an egg and, and didn't really show up. A, a couple of their points even, I think what PJ finished with 10 points, Gerard with five. But even yeah. that, like three of Gerard's points were from the free throw line and two of PJ's were from the free throw line. So that's you know, it's it's really even a worse performance than what the box score says. Um but yeah, that that's for me what it came down to at the end of the day. Yeah, I agree. I think I'll be honest. I think if you look at the game, and I, I was talking to a guy that I went with and a guy in the press booth about this, but uh, I think if you look at the game and you tell me the stats that happened, you tell me the game that went, you tell me the score, you tell me how it's low possessions, you tell me that it's a slow paced game. I think every single thing went exactly where Clemson wanted tonight, except we didn't make the shots. Mm-hmm. I think. 
everything else went exactly according to plan. We kept the ball slow, slow pace. We kept the ball, not pushing the ball. We didn't make Carolina tried to run it. We didn't try to run with them. We didn't try to let it be a shooting match But Carolina is always a high paced team. They're always a high scoring team. Uh, we didn't try to do that at all. We tried to slow it down. We played half court ball. There was RJ Davis only with 14 points. Exactly. He had four at the half. I mean, yep. I think Baker had seven at the half. It was yep. we we kept their two biggest players low. I think mm-hmm. yep. we, we performed everything that we needed to, except for our best players didn't score. Uh, nope. One for eighteen. <laughs> if we shoot thirty three percent, if we shoot thirty three percent from the three point line, and that's still not a great percentage. That's five more threes. That's fifteen more points. We're up by five. Granted, yeah. if we make those thirty three. Exactly. Granted, yeah. if we make those possessions change, you don't have different things. Of course, you can't just say that. But 33%, completely different ball game. Yep. And I'll be honest, the, the score doesn't even show how close of a game it was either. Yeah, y'all were in it right there at the end. No, no. I, it, it, it got spaced out by the free throws at the end. We didn't score a point in the final five and a half minutes. Not one yeah, point. Man. It, if we had 55, I think it was 55 to 51. Let me check and make sure on that. I'll double check. Uh, second half. Let's see. It's loading. Yeah, we had 55 points. It was 55 to 58 with 506 left. We were down by three and we didn't score another point. Yeah. You, what are we doing? You can't do that. And that's not the first time we've done this. In Memphis, we didn't score in the final seven and a half minutes. So apparently, late game problems are going to be something that Clemson's got to work through this year. Uh, it isn't the first time, and we'll see if it's the last. I will say this, um, and this goes back to the last podcast that we joined you on uh, about when we did our rankings. Uh, I'm looking at Clemson's bench, two points, two points off the bench. And again, and that also, you know, you said you have some injured players that are coming back hopefully soon. Uh, Clark, one of them, but some somebody's got, especially if you're you're starting five, don't aren't gelling and they're not making shots. So somebody's got to find a way to score. And um, I know Hunter, uh, the little brother, he played 26 minutes and didn't score anything. It says it, he only took two shots, but um, bench production's a big thing. So um, I don't know if that's something – I don't know what Brad needs to do to get those guys in there. But, I mean, he's getting them in the game, uh, just not scoring. So that, that kind of hurts two points. Uh, for sure. I think you look at them – I think R.J. Godfrey come off the bench, had a decent game tonight. Uh, didn't play terrible. Uh, but, I mean, he had that huge block. Did y'all see oh, on was, TV? He was doing really good on defense, yeah. Oh, for sure. Could you see on TV the little scuffle that happened at the end of the first half? It did. That that was – I thought it was going to get chirpy. Then it, it extended on to the <laughs> second half when uh, – what's his name? Carmichael? Is that his name? Uh, um, Carmack who? Ryan. Carmack Cormac, Ryan for you. Cormac, it's Cormac. Yeah. Cormac yeah. Ryan, when he dove uh, – Was that he, when he hurt his leg? Yeah, Joe Gerard when yeah. he dove at G- Joe Gerard, you got a little chirpy there. There was some physicality in this game, and RJ Godfrey was a huge part of it. And I think he he battled with it. He just took oh, yeah. two his shots stats and made one of them. Are like yeah, record breaking on the box score, but yeah, his defense mm-hmm. was definitely yeah. needed, especially with PJ going out for sure. Yeah, I think if we're talking about this game, I think there is one bright side other than our defense. I think our defense is a bright side, but I think like you mentioned, Ian Shefflin, what a hoss. I mean, 100%. Let, let's just – his stat line, here's his stat line. He went five for eight, six for seven from the free throw line, finished with 16 points, five steals, four blocks, 11 rebounds. Four of those are offensive rebounds and two assists. Oh, 
that's what I was about to ask you how many were yeah. offensive because it seemed like he was grabbing them. You you can't ask for more. Wait, I mean, what was that? Five steals, four blocks. Five, yes, yeah. exactly. So that's probably if you. I don't know. They get all the steals back. I don't know how many of the blocks went Clemson's way, but that's potentially nine possessions of offense that was created by one player. That's wild. That's yeah. a wild stat. Mm-hmm. And uh, so in the press conference, they it was kind of funny. They started asking uh, Ian questions. He Ian was the only player for Clemson represented. And they started asking him questions. They're like, Ian, I don't know if y'all know this, but Ian's the second best three-point shooter percentage-wise in the ACC. He's shooting like 56% from the three-point line this year. Granted, he's not shooting a lot of them. <laughs> how, many, how many is he taking? It's more than you would think. Like, it's yeah. not a lot, but yeah. it's it's a decent amount. When he takes him, uh, he's money. Exactly. Yeah. He's shooting 57. So they asked him in the game, they were like, so why why didn't you shoot? You didn't take one attempt this game, and y'all are one for 18. And he was honest. He was like, look, I can hit them when I shoot them. They just didn't come to me, and I was more valuable on the offensive boards. And yeah. I'd say that was a fact for sure. Uh, but he what was do you great. Think about uh, Clemson, kind of got they got they lost the rebounding battle by eleven today. Do you see that coming? I wouldn't. I have. did. I did not at all. I think coming in this game with uh, PJ Hall, Ian Shefflin, uh, yeah, even Chauncey Wiggins usually gets some boards. You got yeah, all Wiggins the in and, one rebound. Yeah, that's that's rough. Very rough. Yeah, I didn't see that coming either. Not at all. Got, but uh, I, I do think – pulled down 16. I mean, yeah, somebody's got to box him. <laughs> that's kind of what he does. Like he, he he sucks in those rebounds. That's yeah. I mean, that's kind of his – reason. Yeah, that's his calling card. But I actually think – I think Clemson overall will be, will be just fine. I, I think this is a, a loss to a good team where you shot the ball horribly from three. Your two best players didn't really show up at all. Uh, I guess, I mean, PJ did get finished with 10, but I I even think that's a little inflated for how it felt. Like his I shot, it, when he scored his points, it, the game wasn't over, but it was like they were, Clemson was really going to have to dig it out to, when he started scoring. Um, but I doubt that'll happen again, Hope or hopefully for them, if if they're wanna, wanting to go where they want to go, that, that hopefully can't happen again. I think Gerard specifically – probably had yeah. his worst game of the season tonight. Yeah. I, I I don't see him what did I say one for ten. Like that's yeah. crazy that's crazy for him. I, I don't see him uh shooting one for ten again. Let me ask a question to you guys. Do you think this game speaks more about Clemson or Carolina? Like does this say does this game speak more to like wow Carolina was able to dig out a tough win or does it speak more to like Clemson just blew that? I'll be on in my or didn't opinion. blow it but they just they yeah. played really poorly. In my opinion, I think it it's negative on Carolina. And I say this for that okay. reason because I think you have a good Clemson team who came out and shot the ball terribly. And it was a three-point game with five minutes left. We hit our first three with like six minutes into the second half. Yep. That's, and that's a team that – that's part of our identity is that. I think the fact that Clemson had such a terrible game and it was a close game till it got to the end when it was foul time yeah. and garbage time, you know, that that speaks ne- terribly on Carolina, in my opinion. Yeah. Even though Clemson's one of the better ACC teams. Yeah. But if teams shoot against them, yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Anthony? No, I agree. I agree 100%. Um, I think it was a – 
it wasn't a great win for North Carolina overall. If they would have came out and like blew Clemson out of the waters, but um, they let Clemson hang around, and that that says a lot, uh, especially with their poor shooting performance tonight. Unfortunately, um, North Carolina let them hang in there, and uh, they're not going to be able to. <clears throat> Other different teams, if they're not having a poor shooting night, um, it's not going to be farewell for North Carolina in the long term. So I think it goes more to how Clemson played today. And uh, which, I mean, they're going to shoot better. Luckily, they have, excuse me, uh, luckily they have some games coming up that hopefully Clemson will be able to back up, bounce back. Yeah, I, I think I pretty much agree with both you guys. I, I do think if there's a positive for Carolina fans to walk away with is that their defense has improved over the past two games, uh, two ACC opponents. Seems like they held, care more. Yeah, they've, yeah. they've held them both be, like pretty well below their season average, I believe. Um, so maybe maybe this team is growing defensively. But as far as uh, everything else, I mean, I, I've said this about Carolina from the beginning, but I do feel like they're too reliant on their two guys. Um, like I think – Man, I, I, I just keep they thinking did, like I will say they did have some actual help today. They did. Yeah. Today was better better than most days. But gosh, I still just feel like Davis and Baycott are like even just one of them having an off night or going down could be so detrimental to their record. But uh but they they were able to pull it out today. So so That's credit a, to I, them for taking advantage of a bad shooting night from Clemson. Yeah, they had they had everybody was playing well for them. I mean, they had a guy off the bench, Peyton. I don't know, how to say his name's Welsh kick, something like that. Yeah, uh, gosh, made that he three. hit that when it was 45-45, The crowd yeah. was getting into it. I don't know if y'all could tell, but so many times throughout the you game tonight, Clemson was yeah, the crowd was into it. They were getting loud. Everybody was standing up. Everybody get into it, and then they'd hit a shot that just tore everybody down. It's like Little John is great because it's like Cameron Indoor. It's like so many schools in the ACC when. The crowd gets into it; it really thrives, and it felt like the crowd got here about four different times, and every time they couldn't get here, Carolina would quiet them. And one was that one time when Peyton Washkick, which is averaging like one point four mm. points a game or something, yeah. hitting. Where do you transfer three. from? Do you know where you transfer from? John doesn't. Brown. Oh, Brown. Uh, well, he put he had Ivy ten League. good minutes on the court tonight. Ivy League, yeah. Only shot the ball mm. twice, <laughs> but one of them was good. <laughs> and Cormac Ryan had a very loud 10 points. Gosh, I say that. Yeah. 10 points, it, it, not that much, right? 10 points isn't a lot, but it felt like every shot he hit was crucial. His his 10 points seemed a little bit more uh, – yeah, def, I, crucial is a good word compared to, like, PJ's 10 points. Exactly, yeah. Oh, very yeah. different 10 points. Um, I think last player I kind of want to talk about, and we can talk whatever y'all want to do, but uh, uh, Chase Hunter. Gosh, I'll be honest. I don't know if y'all have listened to the last episode. Uh, I kind of got a little uh, – I talked a little bit negative about Chase Hunter, so I'm just going to yeah. publicly say, Chase, I apologize. I stick with about 60% of my thoughts. I'm saying all this like Chase is listening. We'll see. Chase Hunter, if you're listening to this, awesome. Uh, but, no, I talked about last time when the game doesn't need to be in his hands um, and how – he isn't the player to take over. And tonight he kind of did take over 17 points. Uh, he had three turnovers, which weren't the best, but uh, he went 0 for 4 from the three-point line. But I will say this in my defense to all that, yes, he had a great game with 17 points, but the ball is in his hand and look at the outcome. We still lost, so 
part of my argument is still there about needing the stars, like Michael said. Him and Shefflin were your uh... <laughs> eight for fourteen, and you're getting on him. 17. I'm not getting on him. I'm not oh. getting on him. He had a great game. I'm just 14. saying when he's Sheffield our star. Today. Oh, for sure. When when Chase Hunter is our star, he's great. I get it. He makes him great. Sp- we lost. I mean, yeah, it didn't. you did lose. I, so, if I would have told you pregame, Scheffler and Hunter are going to be your two best players, you probably would have been worried. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. It's like where'd the other guys go? Yeah, but talking That's about Carolina's, point. talking about Carolina's defense, going back to that, this was the first time since 2014, 2015 that they held two ACC opponents under 60 points back to back. Fun fact. Their who, was defense, who was there? Who was there? Pitt. Pitt was there. Pitt. Yeah, they held Pitt to 57. So Pitt scored more against Carolina than Clemson did. Told you they'd be good. I think you got from Clemson side though. You gotta you gotta be happy with only holding North Carolina sixty five points. Absolutely. Yeah, from that perspective, you're it's and and honestly, a lot of that was late game free throw too. This yeah. was really like if this game is played to the wire, it's it might be a sixty to fifty. It's like an old Virginia score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But. I think moving on, we got a tough game next. I'll be honest, the scheduling committee was not too nice to Clemson to start the ACC period session. Start out uh, at Miami, home against Carolina. Then we go to one of the hardest places to play at Virginia Tech on Wednesday. Tech's always a tough one. So I think we got a tough schedule there. But I think if we can go to that game, it's another ESPN game. We got three straight ESPN games. Don't know the last time that happened for Clemson basketball. For the brand. Yeah. Are going to put you on the CW? <laughs> no, we're on the ESPN2 on Wednesday. So, yeah, you figure it'd be something. But, no, it's going to be a great game. Hopefully, we can use this. We can be like, all right. Let's make sure we learn how to get in the paint. Let's make sure we know what to do when our shots don't fall. Because that's basketball. Basketball is going to happen where your shots aren't going to go in. You're going to have nights where you're missing everything. You're also going to have nights where you go out and shoot 70% like we did uh, early on in the season against a smaller opponent. But we got to make sure we're prepared when the shots aren't falling. How are we going to score? How are we going to bully ball? How are we going to use the big men? How are we going to execute? So that's my goal. My goal for them is that they get in there and practice some backup plan so to say for when the shots aren't falling i think clemson has four winnable games coming up they got virginia tech boston college georgia tech and florida state i think those are going to be games to sharpen up uh before they play duke on january 27th the rest of this season we only have two games as of now that we're not favored in that's it we got at duke on january 27th and then at carolina on february 6th Every other game, as of right now, we are favored in. So, hopefully, we can turn this around. Yeah. So, what would that make you? What's that record at the end of the year? <laughs> you would take it. You would yeah. take it. Oh, you would take it. That's five losses what, on five, the year. Five losses, the rest wins. I think. Who's not going to take that? Yeah. Yeah, I think you'd be happy with that. I think any but, team would be pretty happy with that. Absolutely. Four losses in the ACC and a tough ACC. Yeah, you take that. Well, we'll see. But what what's y'all's opinions on ACC so far? I know we're a little early. You think they're back? Wake is back. Wake's looking great, man. My Wake's ACC tournament good. champs. <laughs> 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 they're a good team, dude. <laughs> Both Brad and Hubert commented on the strength of the ACC, talking about that this year is like last year, last year it was kind of known that the ACC beat up on itself. That was kind of the phrase that was going on. Uh, and they both kind of talked about that. ACC is the best basketball school in the nation. Y'all y'all still stick with that as ACC fans? Yeah, I don't think they're going to get up to the podium and say we suck. But, <laughs> 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 but 
but but I think the ACC is better this year than it was last year. And I've always said the top of the ACC, I still think is the best. I think the 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 best teams in the ACC go up against any of the other conference teams, and I think they win most of the time. I, I think, think where it hurts, like the Big Ten right now, head to head, right? It's, last I heard, it was like nine to three or something. Yeah, I didn't. Know. The Big Ten's been the most disappointing conference in the past several years. They keep getting high seeds in the tournament, and they get upset every year. I don't. I, I'd have to look back on their like Final Four appearances and stuff like that. It, it's it's been really bad for them. But I think the top of the ACC is really good. I think the lower tier teams really hurt. Like. When you see the Louisvilles of last year and stuff like that. Historically, though, they're good to have. Who's that? Like Louisville. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. Historically. Historically. Yes, yes. But I think the middle of the pack probably isn't as good as some of the other conferences. But I think the top is as good as any of them. Who would you consider in that top tier as of right now? Oh, of uh, the other conference? No, as of ACC. You're saying top of the ACC is better than – the top of other conferences. What do you consider in the top of the ACC? Uh, Duke, Carolina, Miami, and probably for this year, Clemson. And, you're and Wake. Three and zero. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to disrespect <laughs> NC State. I don't, I'm not disrespecting them. You think they're top of the conference this year? You had them six. As of right now, they are. We'll see. And in our our midway predictions, we'll see where I have them. Okay, yeah. Well, no, no, you had them, what, sixth or fifth? That was before the ACC started. Uh, <laughs> so, Clemson has what uh, Virginia Tech Wednesday evening for a night game, tough game uh, at Virginia Tech. Uh, NC State has a pretty tough game on Wednesday, too, hosting Carolina. Uh, Duke, or what's Duke have this week? What's Duke's their next game? Pitt. Pitt. On Tuesday. Wednesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Good games. Should I be think, some good uh, games coming up. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's away or home. Might be I'm, away. I don't know. All right. Duke might be on upset alert. Pitts. We Pitt's could be out play this year. If we play like we played against Notre Dame, Pitt will be at Pittsburgh. But, yeah. Oh, there we go. Upset yeah, alert. But, uh, Pittsburgh two of the next three games for Duke. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Duke plays Pitt and then Georgia Tech and then Pitt again. Yeah. So we've got, we're going to be real close with Pitt by the There's end. There's a chance y'all go one and two. Over the next three games, man, I hope not. There's a chance zero and three. Oh, I mean, and Georgia three. Tech Georgia already, Tech beat already you. got us. That's Revenge right. game. We got pit pit up first. Got a rebound from a from a bad win. But Jeff Capel, Duke guy, knows Duke very well. They've played Duke well. Revenge game against Tech, and then get pit again. Double y'all, it up. Y'all lost to Georgia Tech at Georgia Tech, right? Yes. They come back. Yeah. They come to y'all this time. Got you. Yep. Yeah. So it's away, Cameron. Cameron. Got you. Last thing we'll talk about for this section of the show, I want to ask you this. So my fate, one of my coolest things about these uh, working the press, being able to go in the media room, uh, is when Clemson's in the top twenty-five. Every the AP assigns a top twenty-five representative to each team. So when the press conference is at the game, someone has to go to those games. And so the guy from the AP there tonight, we were talking to him. I was like asking him, how he was casual conversations, waiting on Coach Brad, and uh, he said, "Yep, yeah, this he's his prediction." is that he will not be at Clemson that Saturday because he thinks we'll be out of the top top 25. Two tough losses back-to-back. Mm-hmm. What do y'all think? You think we're out of the top 25? Man. I, I got, don't know if I would go list. as far to say that you're out of the top 25. I will say you're going to be close. You're going to be – I think it'll be like 24-25. Mm. Uh, two back-to-back losses hurts a lot. 
I agree. Not being able to get a, a win on this week uh, hurts quite a bit, in my opinion. Um, I think y'all can bounce right back into it if you was to get kicked out. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to look at the – I don't know how the rest of the teams did. Yeah. How did they do? Like, uh, or, or I don't know off the top of my head how those teams did, but I'd probably listen to the guy that works for AP. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He might know, but I know like the AP poll doesn't really love the ACC anyway. So like any any reason for them to uh, dump off a team, I think I think they'll probably be out. I, I agree. Unless I think we're Duke out. Then you yeah, yeah that's true. Top ten. Yeah. Well, Duke's not in the top ten. Number fourteen. I think Carolina bump up. Do they go up? I think Carolina goes up. I don't know if any of the teams above them have lost. Did uh did Seton Hall end up winning today? They played a top ten team. They were winning last time I checked. Mm, uh, I'm not sure. They played Marquette. Did they beat Marquette? Let's if see. They did. They, they, go they up did. There. I don't. Think, they see, beat yeah, Marquette. Okay. So Marquette, Carolina, but I don't think they'll bump them above Kentucky. That's did two Kentucky big end up winning. Seton Hall. Oh, absolutely. They beat Kentucky. Is that correct? Yep. No, no, they beat Providence. Their last game on the third. They beat a 24-ranked Providence. Bro, you can't tell me Duke is not better than Colorado State. What is this for? <laughs> Let us play. Sorry, Colorado. they beat UConn. I, Seen how beat okay. UConn, which was number five at the time. Win. And then beat UConn Providence. Is so good. And then UConn, they beat, UConn might they beat this thing back. three top 25 teams so far. See, Two of them were top 10. Yeah. So, you know, I think part going back to the question, I think Clemson falls out. I think yeah, I the fact that both on the schedule, you look at their scores without looking at the game, both those losses were by double digits. Yeah. And one of those was at home. Yeah, I think we're out. I Miami was out. unranked too. Yeah, exactly. They, so if anything, I think they'd bump Miami into the rankings. But Miami did lose Yeah, well, yeah. pretty bad complication. Yeah. Wake might get in there. Wake could yeah. be ranked. I think we're out, but I think we come back in. I think give it two, three weeks, we'll be back in. So there's our, there it is. The State is a three-loss team, 3-0 in the ACC. I think they should be ranked as well. There it is. Throw NC State in there. <laughs> Duke Oops. number two, NC State number 15, Clemson number 38. No, we should be number two. <laughs> okay, we got three losses. <laughs> but we're better than BYU. <laughs> Man, right. I hope that I don't have to eat my words on that Elite Eight matchup with BYU <laughs> or something. And we are back. Welcome back to the Clemson Tiger Wire uh, podcast. Uh, hey, Michael, Anthony, we talked about Clemson. We talked about that loss. Uh, I just want to forget about it. I want to dream. I want to imagine. I want to focus on the positives. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to play a game that I think will be fun. We're going to imagine – that the ACC is throwing on a three-on-three tournament. So the every team in the ACC is combining one of their players with other players from different schools, and they're putting together like three – they're like dominant teams. So there's going to be like a 12-team field of dominant three-team players. We Our goal is we get to pick one person from each of our schools, so one from Clemson, one from Duke, and one from NC State to make the ultimate three-on-three team to take on all the other teams from the ACC. Does that make sense? It does. All right. Yep. So let, let's let's before we get to our picks, let's go ahead and think about who would be like a who would be the best team out of the other three other teams in ACC. You got to think Baycott in there. Mm-hmm. Who else? Who else is in that team? You don't think Baycott? Maybe Norchad no, O'Meara. Maybe Norchad O'Meara. 
Oh, yeah, he had a great game. He had a great game against us. He's really good. Maybe R.J. Davis. Yeah, I'd have him in there. Anybody else? Um, Salas from Wake. Oh yeah, it's got to be. I'd I have mean, him. Hunter. Best player on a terrible team. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably have him, Davis, and either Baycott or or, or Omir. All right, so that's we'll but go. But you that. might. I don't know if you have a good defensive lineup. We'll go Solace, Davis, Omir. That's our that's our team that we're ne- number one seed. We're going up against. Yeah, so you might not be able to guard anybody. Oh man, I don't know. Omir so, played yeah, you got good. Mintz, Omir, but how is this guard? Right now, or one of the leading scorers, Henson from Pittsburgh, host yeah. from Boston College. Oh yeah, See, you got good people, and you got to think. You're talking about RJ Davis defense. He just locked down Joe Girard tonight. I don't. Okay. <laughs> you said you wanted to forget. <laughs> about the game. Yeah, you you're right. I'm I'm imagining my bad. <laughs> no, all right. So here's Boring, what we do. That would be an elite lineup. Here's what I think we do. I think is it more fun if we go through and everybody say they're Duke player, then everybody say they're NC State, then everybody say they're Clemson, or do we just go through and one person says they're full team? Hmm. What y'all want to do? I don't know. What do you think, host? Let's draft it. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go team by team. So okay, and okay. it might be different. And then at the end, we'll talk about why we went through those three that way because it might mesh a little bit better. So all right, Michael, since we're starting with Duke, oh, okay, you go first. Who are you Duke? taking from your Duke player? Oh, you know who I'm picking. I'll show you who I'm picking. I'm picking this man. <laughs> For the audio listeners, I'm pointing to a picture of my uh, my Duke my Duke twenty three twenty four team poster. Will you show the picture again one more uh, yeah, time? There Sorry. He is seven foot senior, New York native. Is that Stanley Borden? <laughs> no, 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 we're not. <laughs> oh, Stanley. Oh, oh, Shout Poseidon. out to Stanley, though. He's a great <laughs> saxophone player. Uh, Duke fans know what I'm talking about when I say that. Uh, but uh, you know who we're taking. We're taking Kyle Filipowski, uh, who didn't play great today, but I think is probably the best player in the ACC for my books. Uh, he's a seven foot big man who can get it down low. He can dribble on the perimeter. He can shoot threes. Uh, I don't know how I would pick anyone else from this Duke team and unless I'm going to go wild card from the other teams. So yeah, we're picking flip, gotcha. not overcomplicating it. All right. Anthony, who are you going? Uh, for Duke, I thought about going different, but I, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. I can't at the end of the day. Lepowski yeah. is uh, he's going to be good for years to come. He's going to be solid in the NBA. Uh, his stats yeah, he, and stuff. I mean, he only in high. college one more year, so enjoy yeah. this. Yeah, you. Uh, I don't think you can go against him. So that would be my pick for Duke as well. Got you. I I am going to go different. Um, I think Filipowski's good. Nothing against him. I think he's easily the second best player in the ACC uh, behind PJ Hall. Um, but. <laughs> Uh, no, right. for real. So I was between I was between two, and so the one I didn't go with is I almost threw a sneak in there. I almost went Tyrese Proctor. Mm-hmm. I almost thought about it, it. Uh, but I ended up going with Jeremy Roach. I think he's a scorer. He's yep. experienced. He knows Duke, what he's Duke's doing. Duke's most consistent player this year. I, you can rely on him. So I'm going to go Jeremy Roach from Duke. Um, I think he's good. So all right, now going on to NC State, Anthony. Who you got? So this one was tough. Um, back to our last podcast. Again, we don't have – we're pretty balanced when it comes to scoring. We don't have that one person that's, like, going off scoring 20 to 30 points each game. Uh, I thought about going with Horn. I've also thought about going with the veteran Marcel. 
Uh, but actually, I decided to go with two big men, and I'm going to take DJ Burns. Oh, I knew somebody uh, was going to pick. I thought you were going right to take now. Ben Middlebrooks. <laughs> Middlebrooks is solid. Um, so if, you got Flip and Burns. And I needed a oh. bench player. I might might have grabbed him. But uh, yeah, no, DJ Burns, solid. He is um, electric. He gets the crowd going. I think if you're in the street playing a three on three tournament, in a three he's on get three. everybody going. Right? He's going to grab them boards. He's going to post everybody out. Everybody up and hit that little hook shot. So uh, he uh, might yeah. take some threes on this team. DJ Burns. <laughs> All right. So your team right now is Philipowski and DJ Burns. Yep, the big boys. Big All right, big men, big men. But All right, I Mike. will say with Flip, he, you know, you can put him out as a seven foot guard. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. True. Michael, who you got? Yeah, I picked Horn from NC State. I mean, he's, he leads the team in points and shoots like forty five percent from three. So that's what I'm looking for three point shooting for him. I, I need I needed a shooter. I needed a shooting guard, or he's a guard. But I, I need I, for a three v three. We need a guy who's gonna scorch it from three. So that that's who I went with. Yeah, I went. I did the same thing. I went with DJ Horn. He's he's reliable. You got Jeremy Roach dishing him the ball, uh, also scoring. I think yep. easy works. I think that'd be a good matchup. You imagine DJ Horn and Jeremy Roach playing side by side? That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> Might be have some defensive limitations, but just a little. Yeah. Just a little. <laughs> no, don't worry. And that's why I came in with my third pick. Uh street ball, three on three street ball. They don't call fouls, so you don't have to worry about foul trouble. Yeah. Which is why I'm going with PJ Hall. I mean, mm-hmm. dominant. The one weak spot he has is fouls. He's 20 points a game, 6.5 rebounds, two blocks, two assists, shooting over 50% from the field. I think you put that big man who can also stretch the floor a little bit, but he can hang out. He could battle with anybody in the post. Uh, I think, gosh, that team, that's going places. Yeah, I went with Hall as well from Clemson. No surprise. I briefly thought about switching up, switching it up and picking Gerard and maybe picking someone else. But, uh, no, P.J. Hall is too good. I think him and Flip would be interesting. He's more of a post big man than flip is not that flip can't play the post i think he's great at it but um i think you could let flip kind of hang around the perimeter pj hall could clog up the lane for you with uh with horn out there shooting threes so i went with clark i'm just kidding i really wanted to <laughs> yeah you know, out to Wolfpack, but, that, uh, that no, double hernia you wanted the double hernia surgery right now that's what he's out with you know everybody makes a good comeback story so um you- now for real I went with Gerard. Uh, I obviously with my hey. big man. I need a I need a little guy that can facilitate and a shooter. So yeah, I'm taking Gerard as my uh, number three. That's going to be able to bring the ball down the court and pass and shoot if need be. Oh, I, I thought so. about it. I thought about it because I'm a little worried about picking two big men, but I think that they're, they're just too I couldn't good. go three. You know, they're what too I mean? good for me. Yeah, as you good as PJ is, I couldn't go three. Yeah, both y'all went two big men. Mm-hmm. Yep. I went two guards. So my team was Jeremy Roach, DJ Horn, and PJ Hall. It was y'all's recap. Yeah, I've got Flip, PJ Hall, DJ Horn. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, I had Flip, Burns, and then Gerard. So. All right. It'd so, be an interesting matchup. Different teams. I say, do we do we have a vote? Who we think wins? Mm. Or are all going to vote for ourselves, right? You can't vote for yourself, right? All right. Well, let's know. do it. Let's vote. Who do we think wins that you can't vote for yourself? I you can't vote for myself. Anthony, so you, you vote first. Anthony, you vote first. 
I'm going to go with uh, Duke Blue Central. Oh, thank you, sir. For the fact of him having flip. Yeah. Oh, so you've got, got PJ. Come on. Now. Yeah, I got PJ too. So, John, you have you have PJ, Jeremy Roach, and DJ Horn. Horn. Yeah. And Anthony has Burns, Flip, and Gerard. Gerard. Burns, Flip, Gerard, or two guards with PJ. And one of them is Jeremy Roach. Man, I don't know. This is tough. I don't know if Burns DJ Burns having to guard Jeremy Roach or Nice, no, uh, definitely guarded PJ. <laughs> yeah, but but it's three v I don't know, three on three that scares me a little. I might pick I might I might go with John's team on that. Mm. I'm worried about Burns having to run the court up and down in a three on three <laughs> game with that much space. Well three on three you go half court. Is that not how most people do it? Is this half court or I don't know. I'm nervous about his defense. <laughs> I'm nervous about his defense. You don't think he'd get the crowd electric? Oh, I think he. Uh, that's not. A <laughs> I'm electric thinking about it at Rucker Park <laughs> in New York, and DJ Burns starts hitting them. Start hit starts hitting them YMCA moves. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the MC the MC factor might boost his stat his defensive stats. Y'all yeah. remember NBA Street? Could you imagine yeah. those calls oh, yeah. that he's, they're making for him? And you never yeah, hey, he's gonna lay everybody out. Street clothes. He might be a good three point shooter if you throw a hoodie on him yeah. or something. So, hey, I'll throw this out there. Random fact: If it's Slugfest, y'all remember a Slugfest game on baseball where you could punch people and catch on fire? Yeah. Oh, DJ yeah. Burns would be my first pick to go into that game. That's <laughs> for sure. <laughs> running everybody over. Uh, I, all right, so my vote would be, so right now we got one for Duke Blue Central, one for the Tiger Wire. Oh, that's is, tough. Is John just going to make it a uh, And I'll be honest. In this segment, I, is this I want to vote. I want to vote. I want to vote Burns and Flip because I think that would be interesting. But I just – I think about PJ Hall and Flip. Oh my gosh, that I don't know if there's I don't know if there's two people out there that stops them in ACC right now. You know, honestly, I think you pick two two other people, any other people from the ACC, maybe Omir and Baycott, maybe, but I still think Flip and Hall has it. So I'm yeah, gonna go. I'm gonna go Duke Blue Central with it, get to my vote, oh, which means hooray. Michael with the win, beat it's Notre Dame, Burns, beat the other two. <laughs> Shouldn't I don't know. Yeah, I was, I would. Burns might have done it for you because I'm. I don't feel great about Jeremy Roach and Horn having to guard people because they're so yeah. small. Not that they're yeah. horrible. But. It's street. They're quick. You gotta go quick. And I guess, but on the yeah. other end, someone they've got to guard them. So I don't yeah. know. What. what would that matchup be if our teams went together? PJ if Hall versus played. Flip. Right, sure. P- mine PJ and Hall versus played. No, 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 no. If I mine guess. and Anthony's, if yours and Anthony's played, you have, have two guards. You, yeah, and I think you got to put DJ against I, PJ. No, yeah, I agree. You can't okay. put Burns yeah. on. So then you guard. have on a guard. Jeremy so Roach guarding Filipowski, or you? Yeah, well, you'd have it. Yeah, you would have. You would. Or you could would guard have, Horn. You would have Flip Horn or Flip guarding Jeremy Roach, and then you'd have. Uh, who was your other player, PJ? Uh, no, and then I had uh, Gerard. Horn and then, Gerard. Oh, yeah, that's right. Other guard. So you'd, yeah, you'd have Gerard guarding another guard, which that's yeah. like guarding R.J. Davis. Yeah. Or not. Well, who what am I thinking? Not R.J. <laughs> I was thinking of tonight. No, you'd have Gerard. That'd be fine. 
but uh, you better hope they don't call a pick and roll or something because Burns. You better hope we're yeah. making the shots, not oh, one no. for eighteen. They're gonna get Burns out to the perimeter. <laughs> you just gotta call a screen, and yeah, he's out. Hold the charge. Hold the charge. <laughs> yeah, no switching. There could be no switching. Yeah, no switching. Not at all. <laughs> That'd be fun. I, I might pay money to see that. I'd, I'd pay for admission for sure. But uh, hey, guys, I appreciate y'all hopping on. I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, congrats, Duke Blue Central, for winning our first game. Uh, hope we'll wow. have more. Okay. Good job. We'll have more of that as we go on. Uh, hey, thanks so much, guys. Really appreciate y'all jumping on again. Appreciate y'all a lot. And uh, hopefully, this isn't last time y'all see the Tiger Wire this season. Yep. Thanks for having us course i'm gonna so school close it out thanks so much for joining us today we really appreciate you hopping on to the clemson tiger wire podcast hey if you enjoyed the show give us a rating share it subscribe follow do all the fun stuff hit all the buttons uh but no thanks so much for joining us uh make sure you follow us over on twitter at the tiger wire we got some different stuff on there we also post some clips different reels different stuff on instagram and tiktok and that kind of stuff so give us a follow stay up to date thanks so much for being a part of it hope to keep that tiger pride alive and roaring and as always Thank you.